Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Treasure 
God, we offering unto Him this afternoon, this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, yes. Your presence is everything. Thank you, Lord. Without you, there's nothing we can do, oh God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Please sit in the presence of the living. Before you sit down, can you please move forward? Please. Move forward, move forward, move forward to the Lord, please. Amen. Come on. Father, give me the portion 
of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living, yeah. Not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his substance on riotous living. And he spent everything. Oh, you must be quick to believe. Be quick to obey. You must be quick to change your mind. You must be quick to hear. You must be quick to receive. Be quick to understand. You must be quick to humble yourself. Be quick to heal yourself. Be quick to heal yourself. Now there arose a mighty famine, yes. And he began to be in one. Joined himself to a citizen of that country, yes he did. And he sent him into the field to feed the swine. And he would have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And nobody, nobody gave to him. Oh no, you must be quick to believe. To obey, you must be quick to change your mind. You must be quick, quick to, to change hear. your mind. Come you on. must be quick it's to receive. Be quick to understand. You must be quick to humble yourself. Be quick to heal yourself. Whoa. Now when he came unto himself, he said, hmm, How many hired servants of my ah, father's house oh, have bread enough to eat and bread enough to spare, and I perish. I perish here with hunger. Oh, I will arise and go to my father. Say, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee. Oh, oh. and I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired servants oh you must be quick to believe come on be quick, quick to, to obey quick to obey you must be quick to change your mind you must be quick to hear you must be quick to receive be quick to understand you must be quick to humble yourself 
together for Jesus. You must be quick to believe. Quick to receive. Quick to change your mind. Hallelujah. And quick to hear. It's much better to hear. The wise man hears and speaks less. Hallelujah. It is my prayer that as we have come before the presence of God, we will hear and hear well. And not only hearing, but believe. Hallelujah. Father, pour out your blessing upon your word this afternoon, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Last week, we started a new topic you know, and just we introduced it. We, and I said that it's a topic that, you know, it brings a lot of questions and a lot of controversies, but it shouldn't because it is the word of God. Hallelujah. And anything that you see in the Old Testament, maybe one or two places, and then you also see it in the New Testament, that means it is established. Jesus came to fulfill the word. He did not come to remove anything. That is why he kept saying that, don't you know? That means, haven't you read it from the Old Testament or the prophets? Haven't you heard from the prophets? Hallelujah. 
tithe is something that Abraham, you know, Genesis wrote about it. In the book of Genesis, Moses wrote about it. Jacob talked about it. Leviticus, the Bible says that God said, bring in the fruits, the first fruit of your increase. Hallelujah. And he said, it is the Lord's and it is holy. So last week, we established that you cannot add something that is holy to something that probably you may call not holy. Can I come down, please? All right. So, and we read from First Samuel chapter 5 when the Philistines took the ark of God and you know, put it in the room where they, they had their God, Ashtad. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the first day that they came, the, what happened to Ashtad? The head had bowed down. Hallelujah. But they put it up, probably encouraged the, <laughs> the, the Ashtad, you know, God to be strong. Hallelujah. But the following day, when they came, not only that it had gone down, but the head and the arm and everything had been removed. Hallelujah. And I said that if you don't trust God and honor the Lord, if you add the what is holy 10% of which is the Lord's to your savings, your savings can easily become confused. It's already confused in a confused state. Oh, I hear you, sister. You are with me. <laughs> Instead of going up, it can easily come down. Hallelujah. Somebody was saying last week that I've, I've gone through before. You know, one or two times I tried not to pay the time. What happened to me? You know, the money that was taken away from me would have been better for me to another Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Please, let's understand this. I know that Apache, we have heard it from various angles, from reverend or self, from many ministers. Hallelujah. The word of God is, will not change. It is the word of God. We cannot be selective obedience. We cannot take this one and love it. And then this one, we say we don't like it. Hallelujah. The question is, sometimes the question is, if the 90% is not enough, what would the 10% also do? <laughs> is it a good one? If somebody has given you $100 and you are saying that the $90 is not enough for you to pay your bills, hallelujah, or to help you to pay your rent or do what, what would the $10 do? I'm saying that $10 is money. But would it, would it, if you add the $10, would it be enough to take care of your staff? Hallelujah. That is what Jesus said. What we read last week, Jesus said, you, you the scribes and the Pharisees, you tithe on only small seeds. Small seeds, you tithe on it. And then you leave the faith and the love and the mightier things. Why? Because the people believed that as for the tithe is instant blessing. It comes, you know, once they give their tithe, they believe that they will be blessed. 
So as for that one, they will do it with, with no doubt. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So, and then we said that why did God institute the tithe? Why did he? And then we read from the first point I gave, the only point I gave. God established the tithe for people to show gratitude to him. So if you just watch me, if any time that people come forward and I pray, one of the things that I, I say that, Lord, as they have acknowledged you, because bringing the tithe, you are saying that whatever that I end, the wisdom, the knowledge, the education, it wasn't mine. It's the Lord who gave me the grace. Can you know, do you know that you can go to school and go to school and go to school and go to school and then still, you still cannot earn the income that you want to earn? That certain education doesn't add a lot of money into your life. And you can also go to school and go to school and go to school and you may can easily not have a job. In fact, the most rich people in this world, I don't think many of them, they have PhDs. Those who are leading us. I don't know Warren Buffett. Does he have a PhD? Can somebody help you? Apache, you are, you are, you are uh, um, um, high-tech and highly knowledgeable people. Please help me to preach. Are you with me, please? Warren Buffett, I don't think Warren Buffett has a PhD. Are you with me? What about Bill Gates? What about um, Facebook? What's his name? Yeah. Did he finish college? He dropped out. What about my former president? Or oh, he is not part of the level. What about Steve Jobs? He dropped out. Yeah. Think about it carefully. Are you with me, please? No, no, and I'm also not saying that education is bad. That's not what I'm saying. No, 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 please. If you have been hearing me, you know that I put premium importance on education. In fact, it's one of the most important things we need. After God, the next is education. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Am I preaching, please? So, coming forward to honor the Lord is a sign of gratitude. Please, ingratitude and ungratefulness is a demon. It can eat up everything that God will give to us. Hallelujah. It closes many doors in our lives. If you show ingratitude to people, you close many doors. You show, you know, you, people do things and you cannot remember. The Bible says that God is not unrighteous, not and unjust. Unrighteous is the best one. That means if you cannot remember, it means that you are unrighteous person. And sometimes you need to sit down carefully and think and analyze that the things that I have or what I'm doing has somebody or even the contribution of friends and families and fathers and mothers into our lives. Anytime that I have a conversation that something will come up, this and that, I try to throw the thing in for my kids, my children to know that you cannot take a lot of things for granted. 
Even mommy and daddy picking you, taking you to school and pick you up. Taking you to school and pick you up. Sometimes I tell them that I'm your Uber driver. I don't know if they do understand. Because if I'm not here and you are taking Uber, you will pay. Is it true? Oh, yes. So sometimes we need to sit down carefully and analyze things. Has this church be a blessing to you? Hallelujah. Has Pastor Nana be a blessing to you? Happy Palm, happy Anita. Can you have some aunties in this church that have been a blessing to you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sometimes you organize something. You just turn around and find out that all the people there are your church members. Supporting you, giving you all, all, every part, any support that you need, it comes from them. Look, let me tell you, brethren, it is only in the house of God that we do things for free. In America here, there's nothing free. There's no free lunch. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Somebody buys Chinese for you. Oh, you will pay in another form. Hallelujah. Yeah, so God is interested in us showing to showing gratitude in the things that um, he does for us. Hallelujah. I've read so many things. And sometimes I've said last week that, you know, that is why we don't give testimonies. Because it's not a big deal to finish school. It's not a big deal to get admission to school. You studied hard and you've gotten it. It's not a big deal to go for an interview. Do you know number of people that they will sometimes when you apply for a job, you see the number of applicants. Sometimes about six hundred and something for one position. And I'm one six hundred and something for this one position. You have been selected to be interviewed. And sometimes you go through the first interview, you go through the second interview, you go through the third interview, and then you go and meet the vice president or, of, or the CEO of the company. And then they say that we have given you an offer. And then you come and sit in the church as if nothing has happened, no testimony, nothing. I prepared for my interview. My resume was cool. I spoke very well, you know, you know, you know, I, mean, I, I spoke good, I spoke, I spoke good English, you know, you know, so. so. Look, are you with me? Apache, we don't give testimonies at all. No. Is the app there? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. But you need to sit down carefully and say that, Lord, God has been gracious to me. Hallelujah. God has indeed been gracious. And that's how sometimes ingratitude can be. You, can rec- you do recognize it, but you are silent. That's why David said, as for me, I will, cannot keep my mouth. Let's read. Let's read 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37. 
1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37. He had the opportunity to face Goliath. If you know the scriptures, we've heard that 1 Samuel 17 is the, the story of Goliath and then David. You know, so David had opportunity to face these giants. And somebody was saying, his father, you know, at that time, Saul, was saying that you cannot, you are a young person, you cannot go to face this giant. This guy has been fighting since his youth. You are just a young boy. At the age of 16 or 17, where are you going? And David said, look, listen to me. Once I was on the field, and David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock, the next one, and I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard beard, and smote him and slew him. Wow, this young man was strong. Supernatural strength. Hallelujah. The servant slew both the lion and the bear. And then, and these uncircumcised Philistines shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defiled the armies of the living God. What does the next one say? And David says, Moreover, the Lord that delivered, that is the testimony. Moreover, the Lord, I can look back and I can see that, I can see that. When I came to the United States, it wasn't like that. I'm not where I am. I want to be. But the Lord who brought me here and the Lord who has kept me to this time, it is the same person. And that is almost the same testimonies that Caleb also gave in Numbers 14. Yeah. If he has kept me alive to be 85, then I need to take over the mountain. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And this is just powerful testimony acknowledging that once God has kept me, look, the pandemic, it was a horrible thing. I tell you. Horrible. The brethren who were working on the hospital say, it's only God who kept them. If you always in and out at the hospital and you are sitting here, it is a testimony. But how many of us rose up and came to the house of God and said, Reverend, I want to give a testimony because this pandemic, I would have died. I even tested positive. Rosie, do you remember? That is why last week I said, let's just sing that song. You remember. The works of your hands. You kept us. You saved us. Yeah. When he, she told me, and then I said, go and, that was the plan. That was the beginning of the whole thing. We didn't know what to do. We don't know what else we can do to fix it. There were so many things in the air. There were so many. I said, go and get ABC. At that time, she didn't have anyone who can help her. Even to go and get it for her. So with her positive testing, she had to go and cure. 
So the revelation I caught is that anytime you go out and you are in line with you don't know the persons in front and the person behind you. Both of them are positive, and you are with them. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And with all that, the Lord kept you. The Lord kept you. Hallelujah. Oh, I think it's a good place to put your hands together. Let's give testimonies. Let's try, let's recognize, let's acknowledge God. Hallelujah. It starts from there. And then when people also do things in your life, acknowledge, be thankful, be grateful, be grateful. Hallelujah. It can only increase you. It can only increase, it can only bring more blessings into your life. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one I want to give, God established a tithe for people to, remain, to remember where God lifted them from. Mm. Do you remember where God lifted you from? You do. Oh, yes. And brethren, I don't know about you. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. That I, I was growing, that I didn't have a father. But today, I have many fathers. People who can speak into my life. People who can speak into my marriage. People, fathers are supposed to teach their children and mothers who teach their children how to marry. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But how many of us got opportunity for our parents even to speak to you? How to marry? Did your father tell you how to marry? Did your father tell you how to even have fellowship, to cook, to do all these things? You learned many of them in the church through counseling. And you can easily take some of this um, addition into your life for granted. Some of them are fathers that God and mothers that God has given to us. A mother who did not go to school and yet understood the importance of, a, of school, of, of education. And then rode me into education. Yeah. That is why nobody was checking my report. Nobody was checking my grades. Nobody was checking any of these things. They were coming to me. Yeah. It also tells you that your tuition fee, if you don't have money, and that's it. Nothing will be done. Pastor, are you with me, please? Oh, yes. Will it be where the Lord has brought you from? You know what? Pastor, now it's called Willie. Willie P, right? Sure. <laughs> Willie what? So when some of the friends, they hear from Germany, Europe, UK, that Pastor Nana is a pastor. Hey, God is doing wonders. Look at just fine, nice, very spiritual pastor. Yeah. These days, you always tell me, Reverend, this person has died. It was my friend. My, my, seriously, my friend. Yeah. They are all dying. Do you remember? Yeah. One of the brothers passed away. 
Even the wife was even in the church. The wife is still in the church. Has two wives. <laughs> one over there and one over here. Oh, yes. Look, you can't, we can't take many things for granted. Is that, it's God who is not allowing you. You don't feel comfortable to add another woman to what you have. That thing, that thing is coming from God. It's coming from God. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Anyone can misbehave. It's going straight through God who is putting some checks and balances on us. You cannot misbehave at all. At all. And how can just a young... When Harry's hair was sitting at the drums, asking Kofi, who is playing the drums? I couldn't even recognize him. Yeah. Nice young man. On Sunday, or at this time, sitting here playing drums. Ah, the young people, they sleep Saturday night. They sleep around 4 a.m., 5 a.m. You can't get to wake them up at that time for them to come here. We can take it for granted. Oh, yes. You will play the games and games, games. And if you don't take care, other evil things will come into the games. At night. Hallelujah. The Lord has done well. The man flossed. Yeah. Yeah. When Bishop talks about corn, corn beef and rice and all those things, he said, now I can get 100 people, many people to buy me corn. It's a way of testifying that God has changed my life. I used to, we used to count the small, small money my wife and I in my father's hotel. How many people can give birth in a, you live in a hotel? It's not like the hotel, I don't think it was an executive one. It was one room and they gave birth to two children there. And today, if God has given him a place to live, and he said that if I want corned beef, how many people will give to me? It's a testimony. But you can easily take it for granted. And the reason why people also don't give testimony is that when somebody is grateful to God and thanking God, so many of us will sit down and say, you too, why? Why are you coming to front to everything that God has given to you? We know, we know that it's okay, it's okay. Isn't that not true? Yeah, we feel like people will say that we are just, um, um, we, are, we are showing, we are showing off. We are proud. We are, why are you saying that? Everybody earns income. Everybody earns income. It is not true. It's not everybody who earns income every week, every month, every two weeks. No. No. So in order to save their peace, they say that, you know what? I'm not going to give any testimony. And I'll stay in my small corner. When people give things and come and appreciate God like that, we should stand up and clap onto the living God and say, wow. And the testimony is supposed to, apart from giving the glory to the living God, it's supposed to encourage somebody. Thy testimonies are my delights. It, it brings pleasure into people's, it brings encouragement. It increases people's faith. How did you get admission? How did you finish the school? Can you encourage somebody? Can your testimony encourage somebody that there is hope for me also? There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how long it takes. 
There's a testimony that shows that after the years, God has given me a wife and a husband. You know, then somebody will say that there is still hope. It doesn't matter your age. Age is their numbers. That's it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The next one. Hmm. Maybe let's read. Let's read the, the the Deuteronomy 26. For the previous point, where God lifted us from, Deuteronomy 26, verse 1 to 3. Pastor Anna, please. Deuteronomy 26, 1. And it shall be when thou art come in unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee see you after for church. an inheritance, and possesseth it, and dwellest therein. Verse 2, please. That thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land, mm-hmm. that the Lord thy God giveth thee, mm-hmm. and shall put it in a basket, and shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. Mm-hmm. There's three places. And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall that that shall go unto the priest that shall be in those days. And say unto him, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God, that I am come unto the country which the Lord swore unto our father for to give us. Verse 4 to 6. Verses 4 to 6. And the priest, and the priest shall take the, the basket, basket out of thy hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. The next one. And thou shalt, and thou shalt speak and say... Before the Lord thy God, a Syrian ready to perish was who? Was my father. Hallelujah. A Syrian ready to perish. A Syrian ready. Some of us, the path that we were on some years ago, some people went on the same path and many other things happened to them. Oh, yes. Sometimes even if the journey is one mile, you went through all the one mile. Some, they go on halfway, and many things happen to them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One time, Epi was talking to one of her friends. Said that she and her husband came here. Her husband was doing a PhD in Florida, and they were trusting, trusting God for a child. You know. And this person was cool when she was growing up until her neighbor took advantage of her and she aborted the baby. Yeah. Are you, are you with me, please? Everything changed. She was so cool. Though. She was cool. That's why God said to Israelites, when thou have eaten and you are full, remember 
That word remember, if we can, we can check it, Deuteronomy. So remember the word, remember. You remember when you are full. Remember the Lord thy God who brought you. And that's why somebody said to me years ago, I was, somebody was trying to remind me what my auntie in our family has done. I said, why? If your auntie has done something, why are you trying to front it in our face and things? And then this person brought these verses to me. And I said, wow. So remember, you can't say that you can't front it. You know, you are, why are you fronting it into our face like that? The small thing that you did for me, the small apartment that you, you took me in for only three months, why? If it had not been the three months, you would have died by staying outside. Yeah. Why the small green card that you applied also and gave to me in that one? That is why you are using. If I have not been the green card, number one, you wouldn't have gone to school. You wouldn't have. Not many things was resting upon that particular thing. Right. Oh, yes. Many things. They were resting on that. Without that, you wouldn't have moved forward. Mm. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So God established the tithe as a prayer. Hmm. Let's read Jeremiah 2.13. I was a Syrian ready to perish. Jeremiah 2.13. It says that, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me. That means they cannot remember. Hmm. The fountain of living waters and they have him for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns which cannot hold water. Not only they left God, not only they took God out, but they were also, like sometimes, because the truth is that by all means you will be doing something. Because they were also digging the cisterns making, getting ready for the systems. And, but God is saying that the systems that they are making, they are broken ones. They cannot hold water. They have holes. So sometimes in our effort to trust our knowledge and our everything, we find out that what you are doing eh, without God, it does not hold water. It does not have foundation. And the Bible says that if the foundation is destroyed, what would the righteous do? Everything falls on the foundation. You put on it, it will be rubbing like the anything you put on it, it will be shaking like that. Yeah. That is why we need to build everything on the foundation on the word of God. The word of God is the foundation. Brethren, let me tell you: anything that you are doing, let the word of God be the foundation. It doesn't matter. The rain will come. The storms, the wind, everything. And it will still be standing solid. Oh, yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? They have forsaken. They, they forsook him. They forsake him. The next one. Isaiah 51. New Living Translation, please. Listen to me, all who have hope for deliverance. Do you have hope for deliverance? Hallelujah. 
Do you have hope for deliverance? If you have hope for deliverance, then this is how the deliverance it comes. It said, all who seek the Lord, consider the rock from which you were, what? New Living Translation. You were cut. The query from which you were, what? Mind. Consider. That means remember. Remembrance brings deliverance. It brings hope. It brings assurance. Hallelujah. That is why those who cannot remember, they can't have hope. And it sinks them into depression. And depression is a sickness and a disease. It can kill you easily. It's an evil spirit. Hallelujah. So if you want deliverance, you have to remember. That is one of the ways to encourage yourself is that don't look at the things that God has not done. Sometimes dwell on the things that God has done for you. Yeah. Trust him. And trust him that he will take you through the same path. The ones that you don't have. Now, yesterday, when I was going home from Linda's place, I was encouraging one lady. You know, see how sometimes people serve in their house. I said, Pastor, that's why my own man. People serve in their house faithfully. They keep coming to everything. They are super shepherds. And yes, something like marriage. I called this lady and I was encouraging her. And I said, You are many, because there was a wedding and where, before I went to um, Linda's place. And then she was one of the main people helping. I said, Your set time is different from everybody's set time. Amen. When God visits you, you'll find out that there was, you will understand that it wasn't delayed. Because she brings the person, he brings the person, and then you look back and you find out that everything has fell, has fallen into pleasant places. You are so happy, you know, you love the person, the person is, look, it will never be late. God is not, a, you know, he's not the author of confusion at all. A set time, a set time. That's what was frustrating Sarah. Because the set time is coming. And that set time come, is coming. You cannot comprehend. You cannot analyze it. Books cannot prove it. And when he came through, you see how she, she was rejoicing. Rejoicing. Enjoying the baby. Except that the human beings, once God takes you through certain things, they will still be laughing at you. But don't, don't worry about those things. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the story I'm talking about? Yeah. The next one. God established, God established the tithe as a prayer of thanksgiving Number four, God established the tithe so that you would enjoy the 90% knowing that you have given his due. As a prayer of thanksgiving, and then also you will enjoy the 90%. Yeah. It's not everybody who knows how to have fun 
It's not everybody who knows how to. Those who, those who, who, who know how to have fun. It's a gift. Sometimes, if you don't know how to have fun, you have to attach yourself to such people and they will help you. Amen. Are you with me? Look, you can have a lot of money and yet you will not know how to spend it. Oh, yes. Yes. Many people, I'm telling you, when people say, I don't have money, my dear, it's always relative. Somebody can have 50000 as I'm preaching now, sitting in his account. He said, do you have money, Reverend? Oh, my money is almost finished, you know. <laughs> and then the person is depressed. You will be surprised that and then somebody may have only 1000 And that 1000 that's why somebody told me, I saw a YouTube clip. It said, where I come from, Ghana. It said, in this country, you cannot be depressed. They are happy. They don't have anything, no. There were those who have, they are few, but yet they are very, very, very happy. You have chicken, you have eaten sausage and all other things, you know. Look at the back, the stuff over there, croissant and all these things. People, it's now that pizza and things, they have come over there. You give one bowl of kinky with a red pepper and then black pepper and then small fish. So they take it and they roll it like that. And then, oh, so that they are eating with joy, 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 joy. You are sitting behind your chicken and your fried rice and everything and still you are not happy. No, no, it's a gift. It's a gift. One of the things that you should trust God for and pray for is the wisdom to know when to have fun and not when not to have fun. Because you can also have fun uh, and then run yourself into poverty and everything. I don't know if you get the difference what I'm trying to say. But the wisdom to balance, when should I travel and go on vacation? That's why I always say that going to Ghana is not a vacation. It's not a vacation. It's not a vacation. What are you using your passport for? Ah. So when I saw my dear ladies, I thought but the man was even in Japan. I said, wow, Japan would have been nice. It would be nice to go to Japan. You find out that going to Ghana is more expensive than going to some of these places because the frequency of the flights, they are very high because of that they charge them less. And there's no family members to come and sit behind your door. My, my kids' school fees, you know, my, my rent, uncle, my, my, my days. You just check into your hotel, you eat your breakfast, you step out. And then, you know, sometimes even the way they look at Americano, Americano, that one itself, it gives you some joy. <laughs> yeah. When we said we wanted to go to Dubai, somebody suggested to help you that we should go to, what do you say? No. Oh, somebody said Rwanda, brother, brother Julian. Yeah. But there was another one in Europe. Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. Finland. You know, some of these places. Yeah. You sit in the flight, Airbus. You know, and then Look, when people come closer a little bit to me, I say that 
So you've been flying economy all the 20 years you've been in America here. So when are you going to upgrade it to even economic comfort? Not business class. Economic comfort. Every time you pass the business class people and then we have not sat down, they are serving them. Why didn't you say that? I said, when am I going to? You have to make a decision that no matter what it takes, if I don't have the money, I will use some other means to really, sometimes when you are going to check in, ask the counter, can you please upgrade me, complimentary upgrade from economy to business class? And so I said, why? There's fully, I said, I have not traveled, said the person, I have not traveled in business class before. I want to experience it. Yeah. No, no, am I, am I, am I extravagant person? Oh, no. It's real. How many years have you been here? Sometime. Sometime. <laughs> Auntie Felicia, we are all from 42nd Street. I remember. So if not anything, I'm sure around 20-something that you will have. Yeah. Begin to look at the ticket. Say that I will go business class. You went business class, man. The current one. Yeah. And Eugene is here. He's here. Yeah. Monday's Day, not Monday's Day, uh, part of a uh, package, you know. Uh-huh. Ah. You see me, my leg, and I'll go ahead and sit there. And I said, I want the hour. Uh, not because I want the hour. Uh, I would like the window, but the leg cannot go into the window there. So I will see the hour, uh, and then. And then I'll put my leg out. And then they will pass in. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Hey, why? You want to break my leg? <laughs> oh, yes. I don't know if they have removed the season. They have put them more exception delta. Because now delta is always almost full. Every day they are going. Because the way the number of African-Americans are going. The economy comfort, they take it, they take their business class, the, the economy that they have added more seats and they have, they have reduced the seats, the spaces in between. Yeah. Anytime I get there and I sit there, I say, wow. Then I will remember Titanic. <laughs> there are people upstairs and there are people downstairs. And <laughs> so a good feeling at all. <laughs> What happened at Titanic? Yeah. The young man who wanted to marry the lady. Yeah. They were down there, down there, enjoying themselves more. <laughs> yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter 6. Please give me a few minutes and I will close. Look, we need to Preach. understand this. And it is God who gives all. God who gives. You have, but you can't spend. You can enjoy it. You cannot. Oh, yeah. Somebody was telling me about a lot in Mampong. Since Lighthouse went to Mampong, the whole place has changed. A lot that they were selling, maybe $300, $400, now $15,000. And somebody said, there's one, it's world. 
So I knew somebody who was interested. And this person is more like 70 years. And I said, I'm going to tell that person to see. And then LP says something that at the age of 70 years, you are going to buy a lot in Ghana and build. When are you going to live in it? There's a way to balance and it takes God. Look, Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 2. Verse 1. There is another, God, there's another serious tragedy I have seen under the sun. Can you see that? And it weighs heavily on humanity. That means everybody. Yes. The next one. Verse 2. God gives some people great wealth and honor and everything they could ever want. But then he doesn't give them the chance to enjoy these things. Preach. That means if God is the one who gives, if you don't know how to balance these things, you need to pray and ask God for it. And when you honor him with your tithe, he gives you that chance, he gives you that power, he gives the wealth, he gives the riches, and gives you the strength. You see, it, um, you see that, you see that, he doesn't give them the chance to enjoy this and they die and someone else, even a stranger, ends up enjoying their wealth. This is meaningless, a sickening tragedy. Hey, I don't know whether Solomon was getting depressed after all the money and everything. Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 5, 18, 19. Please write all of them down. Write them. They are not in the book. Yes. Write them and just trust God. Hallelujah. Amen. Trust God. That is why I always say that ministry is not like a burden. Let's do the ministry and have fun. Hallelujah. Let's find time to enjoy. Let's find time. I'm not saying extravagant lifestyle. That's also not good. That's also not good. Yeah. Even so, yes, please. Pastor Ecclesiastes 5.18. Mm -hmm. Even so, I have noticed one thing, at least, that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, enjoy, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given them, and to accept their lots in life. Verse 19. 19. And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God. Uh -huh. And the good health to enjoy it. Can to, you? There are two different things. Two different things. Absolutely. So a good thing to, to receive, receive wealth, wealth from God, and then what? Health, health, to health strength. That's right. Longevity. So when are you going to go on retirement? Mm. To enjoy what God has given to you. Have we thought about it? Happy. Or we want to wait until 75. Yeah. When you are traveling, when you get to the airport, you say, where is that terminal, terminal? I don't know why Delta, when we land from the, the jet plane to the immigration hall, wow, it's far. Then you request for a wheelchair. <laughs> I cannot walk, honey. I can't, I can't walk, honey. Oh, no, 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 no. 
The next time you say travel, and then these people, sometimes some of them are not nice. Don't you say, let's go on vacation. You won't go. Please give Pastor Nana. There is this rich man who bought a mansion. It's about $3.8 million. Six bedrooms. All the six bedrooms are on the top level. And the living, downstairs is the living room and uh, eating room or the kitchen and everywhere. The people just celebrate there. And apparently this rich man felt sick and cannot be going upstairs anymore. He has to pay people to carry him to go to his bedroom. So the living lady, he gave his master bedroom to the living in lady. And she, he is living in the living room downstairs. So currently, he sleeps. That means I cannot go upstairs. He sleeps in a couch. In fact, he has ordered a special bed to place. And because he doesn't also want his living room to be a mess like a sleeping room, he has to end up sleeping in, in his couch. Somebody is enjoying the, the bedroom with the, with the jacuzzis and everything. It takes God to prompt you some of these things. So when should I take time to enjoy what God is giving to me? Are you with me? He said that he give, he, it's a good thing to receive wealth from God. Wealth comes from God. Work hard, but trust God for that supernatural tipping, to tip you into wealth. Hallelujah. And then the next one, and good health to enjoy. To enjoy your work and accept your Lord in life. This is indeed a gift from who? From God. So imagine you say you will not pay your tithe. He will not rebuke the devourer. So the wealth will not come. And they said to me, and the health aspect. That's one of the things I say when I'm praying is that bless them. Windows of, open the windows and bless them with good health. Bless them with wealth, prosperity, peace, joy, understanding. Hallelujah. These are all the things that spiritual blessings that they come from God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The next one, God established the tithe to take care for the needy and the helpless. Hmm. And you know it. Happy, you were saying something. Christmas party. Just to go and sit somewhere and just relax. Many people pulled out. This year, are we going to have the Christmas party, Pazanana? I think we should. We should. We should have the Christmas party. Happy. We should have the Christmas party. Yeah. Recently, the, the LP encouraged the youth, some young people, to go to, it's over here, to go to Broadway to watch the show. And my kids were part of it. When they came, they were so happy. You see, the boy is not, normally boys, they are not fun about this. But when he came back, you could see that he's, he was happy. You tell how much is the show? How, how, how much is the show? <laughs> Just mentioning it would have just. Yeah, it's about 150. 150. Convert it into our money. <laughs> how many banks was trying to come? What they buy? 
You are coming to live in America here and go and watch show for 150 for how many hours? Ah. Ah, why do we have to? And, and yet we work so hard. We work so hard. Double everything. Look, work hard. Add, add, add the, these things to your, your schedules and your everything that you are doing. I'm not saying that. No, I'm the fan of those who trust God to work hard. I don't love lazy people. No. Young people in the afternoon, you are sleeping. Young, you go to work 9 to 5 and then you come home. You don't have anything to do from 5 o'clock going all the way. A young person shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You should be able to engage yourself. That can bring something to you. Hallelujah. But go and watch Broadway show. I've been here since 96. It took our anniversary for somebody to organize for us to go there. Hey! The needy, and the last one that I want to give. Oh, wow. I have a lot, a lot of them. The needy, that one we know to help the needy. Lighthouse, the compassionate ministry, is even expanding more. The blind, the school, we have only one where I come from. It's not functioning. Bishop is building one. Those who have, do not have legs, you should go and see the hospital. When you go back or go and visit, it's in a full operation now. Are you with me, please? Yes, St. Elizabeth home is also. Without a tithe, and we depend only on the offering, we can't do any of, many of these things. Hallelujah. The next one, God established the tithe to have legal basis to bless his people. This is one of the important also points that I want many of us. The legal basis. Verse 26, Deuteronomy 26, 15. And then after you've done everything, say that look down from only habitation, holy habitation, from heaven, and bless thy people Israel and the land which thou hast given us. And I, when you bring, you do certain things, you have the legal basis to ask God to do certain things for you. Amen. It is his word. So if you watch me when I'm praying, I also say that. So you have said that if you bring the tithe and offering and there's meat in your house, you open the windows of heaven. It's not a legal thing. This is a condition that you gave. It is your word. And you watch over your word to perform it. You have exalted your word above yourself. And therefore, you cannot deny. As they, have st they are standing here, you know, you cannot deny them the windows of heaven. Lord. And that is what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah, Isaiah 38, verse 1, please. 2, 6. Pastor please help me. Isaiah 38, New Living Translation, one. my dear. About that time, Hezekiah became deadly ill, and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, sent, went to visit him. He gave the king this message. This is what the Lord says. 
Set your affairs in order, for you are going to die. Set your affairs in what? In order. Ask the next person sitting by you, have you set your affairs in order, even though Is you are not going to die? Set in order. And when you are setting your affairs in order, seek counsel, That's seek right. advice. Have a will. That is what it means. It is the word of God. Ahitophel did the same thing when he was counseled, his counsel was not taken. He doesn't Reverend, what do I have? I have only clothes and shoes and then I said, set your affairs in order. That is another message. Maybe I can preach about it. Prophet can preach a message like that. And when I heard, I said, wow, this is great. Oh, yes. We don't go to heaven and leave behind us a mess and confusion. Yeah. You have children. Set the affairs in order. Help in order. them. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. Yeah. Next, please. Verse, 30, verse 2. Mm -hmm. When Hezekiah heard this, he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Remember, O Lord. Can you see the word? Yes. God said, you are going to die. The man was not happy. And he said, remember, O Lord, how I have, I have always, always been, been faithful, faithful to you. you. And I have served you single-mindedly, single -mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke, broke down. down and did what? Wept he wept bitterly. bitterly. The next one, the legal basis. Verse 4. Yeah. Then this message came to Isaiah from the uh -huh. Lord. Go back to Hezekiah and tell him, this is what the Lord, the God, God of your... deny what Hezekiah was, was mm. saying. It was a legal basis for, for him to have extra 15 years. So remember, oh Lord, remember, remember how I have served you. I pay my tithe every Sunday. Single-mindedly. Single Lord, I've been serving you, worshiping, I mean, serving your people. It's a, liquor, it's a prayer that when you do it genuinely from your heart, and it's true, God will not deny. Oh, yes. God will not deny. God will not deny. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Oh, yes. And God established a tithe as a test of our obedience. Last but one. And the last one, God established a tithe in order to create a peculiar and unusual group Hmm. Yeah. God established the tithe as a test of our obedience. And this one is so simple. Are we trusting God for a certain level of prosperity in our lives? Yeah. Then let's be obedient now. What He gives to us, one talent. That is what he is looking at. Once you become obedient on that and tithe, he can trust you and give you. Have you noticed that God, when he is increasing us in terms of prosperity, he doesn't give it to us suddenly like that. He takes his time to test you, to test you, to 
tests you. He tests, number one, when it comes, it will not destroy you. Number two, if when it comes, you still continue to serve him. And that is why when Isaac was requested, he said, and now I know you will not withhold anything from me. And therefore, in blessings, I will bless you. Because I know that when you have, and I request for it, you will give. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the last one is God. The last one is God. Establish their tithe to pay the pastors and keep them working in the house of God. In Lighthouse, we have a lot of lay ministers. So sometimes you can see that this is probably not part Hallelujah. But in the book of uh, Nehemiah, you'll find out that Nehemiah 13, last verse, 13, 10 to 13, New Living Translation. Nehemiah 13, 10 to 13. Nehemiah 13. Nehemiah 10, 13, 10. Uh I also discovered that the Levites had not been given their prescribed portions of food. So they and the, sing- and the singers who were to conduct the worship services had all returned to work their fields. Mm. Verse 11. I immediately confronted the leaders and demanded, why has the temple of God been neglected? Because the Levites were not supposed to work. That's right. Hallelujah. Yes. In fact, when they divided the, lo- the land, they didn't give them some. So when the people were not bringing it, it says that, then I immediately confronted the leaders and demanded, why has the temple of God been neglected? Then I called all the Levites back again and restored them to their duties. Okay, he said that the temple, when you went there, there was no pastor. You called the pastor, you can't get a pastor. Are you with me, please? And then he was trying to find out more. So come back. When he called them back, verse 12, please. Verse 12. Verse 12, what happened? And once... And once more, all the people of Judah began bringing their tithes of grain. Oh, look at 11, please. New wine. Okay, there, yeah, 12. And once more, all the people of Judah began bringing their tithes of grain. Oh, grain. New, New wine, wine and, and olive oil, oil to, to the, the temple, temple storerooms. The next one. I, I assigned supervisors for the storerooms. Shelemiah, the priest, Zadok, the scribe, the Padania, one of the Levites, and I appointed Hanan, son of Zachor, and grandson of Matania, as their assistants. These men had excellent reputation, and it was their job to make honest distributions to their fellow Levites. That is why if you are a treasure in the house of God, you are held highly repeatable person. Am I saying it right? You are trusted. Hallelujah. So you can see from every, all these points and all these scriptures that tithe is so important. It changes many things. You have no idea. You have no idea. One of the things I trust God for, God grant me wisdom, even how I can use the 90%. The 90%. Because you can have all the 100% and you won't use it to do much. You can also have only 90 and it will do a lot for you. Rise up onto your feet as we close.
we will remember Joel and Harry. Oh, both of them are in the U. I said many things. I want you to begin to just pray and ask the Lord to help you, the Holy Spirit, to reveal unto you which part of these things that you need. Some of us probably may be the decision to how to decipher when to spend and when not to spend. Some of us may be that the boldness and the faith that you need to trust the Lord that when I give the 10%, I will still survive. God will keep me. God will save me. In the name of Jesus. Yes, please. We, we will remember. We will remember. Come on. We will remember the works of your hands. We will start. Give you praise for great is the faithfulness. Start from the top. You're our creator. Come on. Oh, you are indeed our Father. Father, we cannot forget. Oh, Lord, you are not unrighteous to forget our labor of love. Therefore, if you created us in our image, your image caused us to remember also, Lord. There are few many things that we take for granted. Father, our rides on the subways, driving to work and coming home, even when we the roof over our heads, Lord, our health, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, today we say forgive us, oh God. Yeah, the Bible says that Hezekiah wept Italy, Lord, Lord, we cry unto you and say that we have mercy. Have mercy that we have taken ungrateful, Lord. The lack of testimonies means that we are ungrateful to you for what you have done. For the years that we have been here, you have been so good to us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We ask, oh God, you will continue to be with us. Continue to shelter us. Continue to protect us. Your children, you say, we are for you. Forgive us, O oh God. We will testify and give the glory unto you what you have done. There are many things that you have done for us, O oh God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With all eyes closed, if you are here, you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. I want to give you opportunity. Everything starts with him and it ends with him. Trust him for him to take you to another level of your life. You don't know Jesus. You don't know him. I want to give your life. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. I want to give your life unto him. Give me a wave. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We bless you, O oh God, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's take our tithe and our offerings, please.